0: Welcome to the Bougie Black Brother Network. Good evening and welcome to Faith to Black Cinema. I'm Michael, your Bougie Black Brother, and I'm here for my weekly movie review. And I have something that I want to do for the next couple of weeks Which is my Korean pop segment or my Korean movies, Korean TV series. And I had a couple that I've seen over the last couple of weeks and I binge watched a couple of movies as well as TV series. So I'll be bringing those to you exclusively from Michael. Um, over the next couple of weeks, I'm um, not going to be on my regular Wednesdays. It'll be on a Thursday. So be prepared for those. But I wanted to start this off for a Netflix series uh, called Kingdom. Um, this was exclusively done uh, for Netflix, which I was excited by uh, because it was a little different. It had a look of a medieval. Uh, type look. So this was in the medieval Korea um, in our kind of like this, the Joseon dynasty, which was from 1392 to 1897. So it was like really historical during that time. Um, They had plots of overpowering each other and, you know, almost like what you would normally see in these Chinese dynasties, where from kingdom to kingdom um, they were warring against each other. The aristocrats were taking advantage of the poor, taxing them and actually starving them because they had to pay the taxes and they couldn't pay for food. But this one, um, in kingdom, there there was a prince. His name is Yi Chang, and he became a target of a coup. Uh, just as a mysterious plague started ravaging the country, even his father, who's the king who supposed to have been dead, has been turned into a terrible monster by the plague. So, what it turns out to be is something a little different. Um, you got that historic medieval times, and then you have the zombie aspect of it, which wind up to be very, very interesting when you start looking at it. And if you're used to seeing these zombie movies, it's pretty much just the way that is. It it doesn't go away from that scheme, but it's just being done in medieval times. And at the same time, you see that this prince is trying to say, what is going on? What is this coup against my father? Who's really doing this? His father actually married this young girl, young woman who's having the child um, and if that child comes to life then the son will not be the true heir so they had him isolated in there but it was so odd because he tried to find out what was going on so he kind of escaped or or got away from the kingdom where he was being held or where everyone was and started going into these small areas And outside of where the kingdom and aristocratic people are. And from that point, and then as he went there, he found that, whoa, there's a disease out here with these people seemingly wanting to eat each other. And then the aspect of the zombie portion cups in. But what makes this interesting was it was done actually to get the king to survive. They needed the king to stay alive so the prince won't be actually in charge. So they wanted to show that, yes, he is alive. um, He'll be alive. And as soon as his second wife um, have birthed the baby, then that child will actually be the king, which is the, the, the wife is actually the daughter of one of the generals that was there. And then the general had his son in charge. Of the army that was there. And it was a it was a big conspiracy going on. So you had two aligned uh, actual stories going on at once. You got this horror supernatural aspect. The, the action factor of them fighting against this army of zombies. And then you had this conspiracy within the kingdoms. Within everyone here and everyone there. So it was very very uh, dramatic and interesting. And what made it kind of cool too is only six of these. So you get to see and and go through this one or binge it in quick fashion. So this was accepted and, and, and reviewed so well that they already filming uh, the second season and it's uh, word is they already working on the third season which was really cool. But I I thought it was interesting, so I tried to figure out, hey, so who is these people who actually done this? So you have these writer who done a couple of movies, um, nothing that I've really seen. And then you have another Korean actually director that's that's heading this off, too. And they did a really good job. The cinematography is fantastic, the vastness of it. And um, it was on Netflix, so. You know, you had a lot of good scope that you was able to see and, it, and it, it just turned out really cool. But the drama outside of just the the zombie portion, the drama with the families and the warring factions from kingdom to kingdom and, and you know, them fighting one area and say, well, this will be the new king and the conspiracies and everything within that was just as interesting as the horror of oh, this whole. Korean peninsula is overtaking by a disease. There's even one portion that they send up like a fire alert to alert different um areas in Korea. They thought it was the Japanese um invading them again. So uh, historically they they even threw that portion in. They didn't linger on it, but they threw that portion in just to make people aware that during that time of war, you know, you had the Chinese, you had the the you, you know, the Koreans and the Japanese wanted to be a world power. So they they actually was attacking a lot of that. And then they had the social message in there was how the plague was affecting all of those that was really starving. You know, here's a little something in there. I'm not going to give away the whole thing, but they were eating people. And, and part of that, it was caused something to make them actually become the the zombie characters or or the the undead, but it still was something even prior to the people who they were eating, so once they eat them because they were starving and and these people was like, "What do we eat? We have nothing you know so you know this that was a bad you know thing that was going on in a country or two, but it was really, really cool on this new take of the zombie. Issue And as you see the story going along, it's a good pace, too. It's not something that gets like real boring or you kind of like, oh, here they go pontificating and all that. But it wasn't that. But once again, these are subtitled shows. So. Understand the visual is fantastic and you can follow from that. Um, But a lot of the deep storyline, you really have to follow the dialogue because then you don't know why the prince is doing something. There's a doctor that's doing something on one area. There's um, the generals within there and there's these other people who are part of the legislator who who actually goes to the king and gives him advice. And all, and you have all of that aspects. And there's certain things that you really need to be watching and reading, because if not, you don't even know the purpose of why they're continuing to do certain things. And it's, and it's a really great storyline that they actually developed. And it was funny that they only did six. So if they did six, then you're wondering, like, what, what was that all about? Why did they cut that off? But I think they tried something. Um and and as they tried it, um, it, it became successful. So and this was originally uh what they said it was adapted from a webtoon series. Now I don't know what the hell is a webtoon, but it said it was adapted from a webtoon series. And and the director and the writer actually did the screenplay and said, Let's do this and do it in a medieval Korean area and then they have started actually working on it and going from that. But very, very good. Um, some actors that I've seen in other movies, I'm going to focus on the one young lady who plays like the doctor. Her name is Duna Bay. Um, she's amazing. She, if you remembered my other review of this stranger, um, she was the actual um the other police officer that played beside the other police officers. So she did fantastic on that. She was on cloud Atlas, um, as American, um, version on that. She was on, uh, another Korean uh, movie, which I, I love the, that it was called the host and sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, um, with the, Actually, Vengeance series that was, like, really amazing. If you if you go see um, that Vengeance series, it was part of, like, Old Boy and Lady Vengeance and Sympathy for uh, Mr. Vengeance. She was on that. And the, the, that director is Chan Walk Park. So that's really, really cool. So that was, like, a really good um, series she was on with with all three of those but she she does a lot of amazing roles she was also on since eight so i saw the first series and then i got tired of it because it wasn't that interesting but really good characters on there some characters that you can like uh and kind of gravitate toward or sympathize with and the drama was really really thick um a lot of action, too. So good action on there. So it kept you visually occupied as well as, you know, going with the storyline. But uh Kingdom, it's Kingdom that's on Netflix. Uh, only six, uh, six episodes. So it's not a hard uh, look. So you'll be able to enjoy that. But anywho, uh, Fade to Black Cinema, uh, you can download us on All podcast downloads, easy for me to say. All podcast downloads. And if you want to see us or actually listen to us on YouTube, go to Bougie Black Brother Network and you will see us right there. It should be under Urban Lifestyle Cafe. Or Fade to Back Cinema. um, Because we changed the name and went from there. But we still have them under that old urban um, lifestyle cafe. And if you want to hear old series with that too. You can get it under that that name that we used to have. But anyway. I really appreciate you stopping by. Look forward to see my other Korean movies that I'll be going over. And you'll be able to enjoy those as well. Anyway. Um, Michael Yabuji, Black Brother, and we'll see you next week. Peace.